Yo, what's good, ladies and gentlemen? It's your boy D Dove, and uh, welcome to It's Bigger Than Life, inspired than no other than the late Nipsey Hussle. But at this time, we're gonna take uh, this moment to represent and recognize one of the greatest artists of our time. He died today, and uh, we want to offer uh, our condolences to the family. Uh, my man uh, DMX passed away today, he left a profound legacy. We appreciate his art. We most importantly appreciate his message and what he was trying to bring to the community overall. Um, his art will forever be held in space and time. It will never die. And uh, we just want to wish him the best in his transition as he move on to a new, another dimension where we all will meet eventually. Um, but shout out to DMX, you know what I'm saying? He shut him down and opened up shop, you know what I mean? But he's doing it in another place another time so you know mad love to him but at this time we have a guest uh someone who's a very close friend of mine i've uh, been knowing this guy since literally 2001 i've uh, seen this man grow up you know he's now married he's the father of uh i believe two boys or the three boys <laughs> four 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 boys my man um and he's an aspiring artist uh Goes by the name of Humblebee Vicious. There goes Amani right now. Then there's Amani. Then there's Amani. Uh huh. My wife's daughter. Right. My daughter. Oh, that's your daughter. My bad. Yes, sir. Yes, indeed. So, absolutely. One of mine as well. That's right. Ladies and gentlemen, I would like to introduce to you guys into the podcast as uh, the children come and say what's up to the father for the first time. (laughs) Yo. no, I don't care about you asking for anything. This is a real life moment. Yeah, it's genuine. It gets no realer than this. I'm you not. Y'all see I, that we doing something? I'm not going to edit this, by the way. Right, you don't got to. Because this is parenting. Y'all see us doing something? That's all good. You always want to ask me something. <laughs> I got. I got. I got. I, I got. I got. I got. All right. Deuces. Royalty, love, and peace inside the DNA, yo. It is no other, no other than my man. As you can see, he's full-time running all the time. Dealing with his children, his wife, and his life. There's no one other than Devon Walker. I know him as Reese, but his artist name is Humblebee Vicious. Look out for him in the coming months and years. This dude's about to blow up. I guarantee you that. Yes, sir. Thank you for joining the podcast, brother. Tell them how you feel. How you doing, my man? What's going on, brother? How you doing today? I'm feeling cool. Sun is shining and everything's all good, man. Everything's pretty good. I appreciate you taking the time out of your busy schedule to participate in this podcast. Uh, As from one brother to the next, man, I just want to give this opportunity for you to share your life story. You know what I'm saying? Because you came a long way. You know, you're an entrepreneur, a producer, music artist, father. You're doing big things in your life right now, man, and uh, I, I've, always, I've always told you I'm proud of you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes, sir. As you, I see you working in the studio in the lab right now. Oh, yeah, just trying to do a little something. You want to give a little sample of it? Want to give a little sample of it? Well, this is not, you know, like I said, this is not a uh, legally leased beat to me, but I will play a little bit of it. It's just something that we're working on a little bit, so I can't claim rights to it, though. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> Yo, my man been laughing it all day. So yeah, we've been sending down just kind of freestyling to it. Yeah. Uh, uh, I'm just playing with it to it. I don't give a dang as I ain't no boy. Fucking with you sucking now. I'm just playing. <laughs> but I'm that, just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's how we work. That's how we work. Yeah, so um, 
man, you know, tell us a little bit about yourself, you know, how it was like growing up in the city, you know what I mean? What system you grew up in, you know, how you came up. Just give us a little sampling from the, you know, the little young man to where you are now. A little synopsis if you can. Well, I grew up, group home, foster home. So, and it's a lot like me that grew up just like me. So we all are the same breed. Shout out to all my foster brothers and sisters, man. Yes, Straight yes. up. Yes, Autism, all that. Right. Or not. But um, I grew up in the system, pretty much. Went from the system. Then went to juvenile hall, YA, camp, county, wow, prison. Right. That leaves us here. Yeah. So let's say 20-something years later and four kids later, biologically, um, I'm in a way better space now. Yeah. Skip all over that just to give a synopsis. That's for another day because it gets deep, yeah. the shit that goes on in that motherfucker. But, um, yeah, I'm where I'm at now. I'm proud to be where I'm at now, and all my experiences have shaped me. Uh, And that's pretty much what I can say about it without going into detail, because the shit is deep. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The shit is real deep. Well, in spite of your experiences, you know, like you said, you've been through a lot. I witnessed it firsthand. You know what I mean? And And I know there's a bona fide warrior that I'm looking at right now. And it's a beautiful testimony as to what life can do when you learn from your mistakes and learn, well, not even mistakes, just from your experiences. You, you know what I'm saying? Thanks. So with, with all that you've been through, what do you aspire to do with the resources that you have and with your dreams that you're trying to uh, achieve? What is your end game? What is the goal for you? And, um, yeah, let's just take it from there. What are the goals that you would like to set for yourself and even for others? Philanthropy. Mm, real shit. I want to be that guy that knows he got billions of fucking dollars and he can just throw it anywhere he wants to, but instead create programs and opportunities and get people out of ruts and just just go around just doing good shit. You know what I mean? Right. Leave no stone unturned as long as I can live. You know? Right. I figure if I get about good 60 good years... I'll be a millionaire, billionaire soon, so I'll be able to do it. But that's my whole goal in life is to own so much fucking money that I can make a change because money is the only thing that seems to change shit in this fucking world. Mm. So if I get enough money, I can run a lot of shit and I can run it in a positive manner because good always outweighs evil no matter what. It, it, It doesn't matter. you just seen it in... The election. Right. How close it was, but still. <laughs> right, right. Real talk. Like, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> no, but yeah, that's yeah. my goal in life is, is to be a giver. Mm. Yeah. You know what? That's a powerful statement. I, and, and I'm not even saying this to flatter you, bro. That's that's where my heart is. You know what I'm saying? I, I too, want to have a high value in assets and resources and money, but not for myself. Like, I'm good. I, you know, just to leave a legacy to where... The young people can grow right, right, right. and have opportunities to experience success and transform their communities and their world. Because mm-hmm. the system we're in right now is backwards. And literally, it's been built against us, you know, for us not to come up, for us not to, to even have dreams and aspirations to come out of that. So I want you to share, like, one of the, one of the most personal experiences you've had, you know, growing up. You know, that almost broke you down, but did not take you out. 
you know, we all had those moments. Like with me, it was my asthma attack in 96, you know. Mm. You know, I couldn't breathe. My heart was gone for about five minutes. And I, you know, everybody thought I was dead, but I came back. You know what I mean? What what moment in your life, in your opinion, defined this mission in you to give that drive, to give that push, you know? And what kept you going? What kept you going? Well, the fact that I didn't die kept me going. Mm. Um, wow. The fact that staff came in and cut me down mm. didn't get I mean, did get me going. Didn't, well, it's the reason why I'm still going. <laughs> because yeah. had they not, I'd be gone. But I, there's a reason, and I realize it now. Mm. Um, but I, I tried to commit suicide, and it was to the point where all my blood vessels burst in my eyes. Well, my eyes were blood red for um, three weeks, a couple, almost two months. Because I had bust my blood vessel so bad. Um, but it didn't take me out. Right. So I guess, you know, when that didn't take me out, I was scared to do it again. Yeah. And I was like, fuck that. <laughs> I ain't right. doing this shit no more. So that was it. Um, but I've used it as motivation further in life. Have I thought about it then? Since then, yes, but not in over 15 years now. Right. Oh, 20 years. I was a kid. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Wow. So, that let's see, that's deep, that's deep. Now, when we linked up, right, we we were in a group called Natural Element. You know, we were going around the streets, you know, singing our tunes, harmonizing, and uh, on the bus, yeah, the red line, You're right, the green line, right, the blue line, <laughs> any damn line that would have us. <laughs> Real talking, we were quite the entertainment for those uh, people that would come on the bus, right? The seven fifty four. Uh huh. 745 we used to sing coca-cola <laughs> then we said we used to make this joke they used to say if we didn't get coca-cola we was just gonna switch it out and say dr pepper right and if it wasn't dr <laughs> pepper <laughs> it was gonna be uh 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 pepsi cola <laughs> you know what i'm saying right. so yeah that then was them days we had a lot of shit going on them days we had a lot of fun you know what i'm saying we were dreaming you know we were dreaming but you know, and and but there and these are days we was catching a bus, right? We was catching, oh, excuse me, we was catching a bus miles to leak up, dude. <laughs> Eric right. house, my house, your house, <laughs> right? Yeah, and and I think the radius between us all was at least a good ten to twenty miles. Yeah, ten to twenty miles. But the passion kept us together. You was in the middle. Mm-hmm. I was in Compton. Right. You was in on Imperial, I mean, off of uh, uh, Maine. Right. And Imperial, and fucking Eric was way in fucking Windsor Hills and goddamn well. <laughs> what, what is that area called? Uh, Baldwin Hills. Baldwin Hills, <laughs> up the fucking hill. So, nigga, even getting off a bus at his house, you had to walk up a long-ass motherfucking hill, hill to get to his fucking house. <laughs> right. It was Slauson and Overhill area, that, that far in Los Angeles. But, you know, uh, that all led to our development. We were a brotherhood, but... You know, it was severed temporarily because, you know, unfortunately you were thrown once again back into the system. You know what I'm saying? And, and just kind of tell us what that was like. You know what I'm saying? You know, tell us about that experience. Because some people are very curious about that. Man, it's gangster shit, nigga. Yeah, well, you that's what, what we want to hear. We want to hear it real. We want to hear it wrong. Time I had to stab a nigga in there. No, I'm just playing. <laughs> um, that yeah. shit right there, I threw, myself in, I threw myself in the prison. Elijah had just been born. 
two months. My dumb ass was angry at my baby mama, I guess, or angry at the world. I was just angry at every fucking body. Right. And I was just out just hitting shit. Right. Hitting, rob, rob, not even robbing people. I was just angry. Right. And I got into a fight with a nigga on the train. Mm-hmm. Literally, this it was some bullshit. I got into a fight with a motherfucker on the train, and I took his cell phone. And the niggas that was with me, they wanted to try to jump in, and I actually stopped them from like kicking this nigga and shit because I'm like, nigga, that's my shit. Like, right. you know, I'm like, watch out, man, don't kick him while you on the ground. I'm not that dude. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, I push him down on the ground, like to keep him down before I kick him. I just was never, I've just never been that dude. Um, and I ended up back in the penitentiary. I mean, well, back. That was my first time. That's right. Like, I was like, ooh, shit. Yeah. Then when they stuck you with that time, it's like, damn. Yeah, yeah. How how long were you in there? You know what I'm saying? For me, it, look, for me, I ain't going to be, I'm going to be honest. It felt like it was a hop, skit and a beat. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I just couldn't wait for you to come out. I was just being honest. It didn't feel like it, it was that long. But when you actually told me how long you were in there, I was surprised. Well, like, I was shocked. The time was 21 months, 22 months, 21 okay. months. Okay. The second time was 10 months because I had got into it and I got, any put like this, anybody can call and say whatever they want to say on you and you go, you go back. Right. So I did 10 months for that. And then I did 10 more months, just all in prison for a gun that wasn't mine. But because I was on parole and around it, I had to do that shit too. Wow. And the dude told him like, that's not his gun. Right. <laughs> They was just fucked up. They was like, we don't give a fuck about parole. He's over here. We don't give a fuck. And I'm like, in my mind, like, I don't give a fuck about you either, motherfucker. You punk bitch. You know what I'm saying? Right. But there's nothing I could do. So I was like, yeah, man, I don't want no problem, sir, man. Just let me go home. Like, I don't want no issues. Thinking I was going to go home and all that. They stuck me. Wow. Wow. So with all those times, man, you know, dealing with the system, seeing the disparities in it, you know, what kept you going? What gave you the strength to overcome those adverse scenarios in your life to get you where you are now and get you to the point to where you're even dreaming to do more? Music. Can you say that again? Music. Music. How did you use music in those times of incarceration to give you the strength to stay focused, to, to, to keep a, a, a safe mind? You know what I mean? How, how, what, how did you do that? You know, sometimes music can take you to places where you can forget the the physical things around you and i don't think that people understand that shit like and being behind four walls is it i got through it because i wasn't not because i was conditioned to do it it was because you know music carried me through and everything that i saw or i thought or uh, i wanted to become true i sang about i sang about it I wrote about it. I wouldn't necessarily say I was a rapper because I'm not. I call myself an artist. But if it comes out as rap, then I mean, shit, it's, it's music, it's, it's artistry to me. So for me to be able to do that, and mind you, there's a lot of fucking great talent behind the walls, man, right. that's just stuck. If the world heard them, you'd be like, damn. Mm. But um, yeah, music, 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 music. That's it. Right. Music, like, music. That's the always the ending for me is rock music, rap music, classical, mm. you know what I'm saying, hip hop, uh, what I miss, any type of jazz, any type of fucking, anything that sounded good. Right. And then if there was no music at the time, all I would listen, I would listen to shit, like little drips of water mm. that I know that would be there all day, and mm. I'd flow to that shit. Or like if something was wrong with the vent in the prison or something. Like a little thing, like, eh, eh, 
I use that for a track, you know what I'm saying, and shit like that. And I just like, yeah, that's dope. Like nigga, you know what I'm saying. So it was music. Right. I utilize everything: the closing of the doors, the 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 all type of shit. Like the little, if the door was off the handle in a cell, just right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's just little stuff. Wow. So, damn, that's deep. Cause man, you know that's what we were doing. You know that that's what vibed us together to be the we the way I see music, man. It's like it's it's the song of life. Mm-hmm. You know, um, that's what the universe is defined by by music. So you just use that as a way to keep your mind straight and to develop the skill. Cause man, when I hear you now, <laughs> you sound like a totally different dude. You sound you sound just as in, in the quality of the of the ranks of Kanye and Drake and everybody else. Matter of fact. I would like for you to pull up that YouTube video with you and Elon, so you can get a little sampling, and you could probably hear it in the in the podcast if that's if that's good for you. But you know, I am absolutely just astonished by your will and your ability to maintain, you know, a good state of mind. You know, a, a good state of mind. So tell us about how you developed your skill, how you developed your art. You know what I mean? Because when you, when I remember how you sounded when you before before you went in. And then I, I remember now how you sound when you came when when you came out, which is now, and it's a totally different thing. So how did your experience help develop your music? You did shed a light upon it, but can you give a little bit more details on how it developed right now? Um, living. Mm. That's it. That's that's the only, living. So just your life experiences, huh? Through life. Yeah. Every every day is a new adventure no matter what. It changes. Like it's ever life is always evolving and it always it always changes. Like and I just live. You know what I'm saying? Just live a little bit more, learn some more shit, live a little bit more, bump my head, bump, learn some more shit, live a little bit more, learn some more shit. So that's just basically what it is. It was living. Right. Well, you're about to hear an exclusive Humblebee Vicious and Elot. Um, go ahead and play that loud and clear. It's going to be picked up in the ambience of the script uh, in, the, in the background. But I'm a, I'm a, it's a real short song. It's take about two minutes. Go ahead and give it a listen, y'all. World premiere exclusive. Everybody quick to write the hand that positive negated. The only option is to fight back. We want to live in peace. But yin gang and habit that we take the good, we take the beat. Motherfuckers want to gang bang, but Zimmerman still selling heat. Motherfuckers want to bang on give up out to the police. Motherfuckers want to bang on give up out to the police. We all we all walk between if the legend rest in paradise. The message had no reception. Nigga perished that same night. The weak leading the weak. The meek stay meek and defeat. Peace really ain't cheap. They everybody gotta eat. They fall into the pressure of aggression when they peep deceit. Cause everybody gets rattled. They got a battle in his heat. Situation be tough for space of caught and running the streets. They love you when you up, but when you down, it's hard to feast. Situation be tough for space of caught and running the streets. They love you when you up, but when you down. Ladies and gentlemen, that was a sampling from my man Humblebee Vicious. It's called Just Fact. Yeah, you heard it first and direct from the D Dub podcast. Like I said, this man's about to blow up. Speaking on life experiences and using his life as a tool to express art and music, you can't know better than that. Humble be vicious, man. Thank you so much Thank for you. sharing that with us. And uh, but uh, for those who may feel as if they don't have no hope, for those who may who may be in the same position as you, man, you know what I mean. What what message do you have to give to them? You know what I'm saying that that you can, you know, 
use as a source of inspiration as a guide and as a tool to help them get to where you are now fuck everybody that's got something bad to say about you mm. keep pushing forward don't return a haters hate I trademarked that shit by the way Right, right. So, anybody try to steal it, I want my money. <laughs> I'm just keeping it real. That, this, this is it. Is that's life. Right. Um, but you can use it, but don't try to use it for no other shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But don't return the haters' hate. Um, live your fucking life, man. Everybody got a fucking problem. You know what I'm saying? Just because we deal with it differently in all aspects of life, nigga. The judge got a problem. The pastor got a problem. Everybody has a problem. We're no, we're nobody is unafflicted. Mm. Um, so just keep pushing that shit through and live how you live. It don't matter if you feel like you ain't got no hope and you feel like you need to talk to somebody, go fucking talk to somebody. Mm. If you feel like, you know what I'm saying, you're not doing good enough in life, you need to up your shit, go get with somebody with some money. You know what I'm saying? If you feel like you shorting yourself, get yourself better. You got to make it through life how you make it through life. You know what I'm saying? If that's how you make it through life, seeing a, if you're seeing a, um, a therapist and all that shit, make that shit happen fuck what everybody talking about because when you get better and start balling on their motherfucking ass then they're gonna want to come and kiss your feet mm. so that's that yo look i told him i did not want him to filter the truth and those of you who know the title of my podcast this is bigger than life one of the things i ask for my listeners is to be ready to receive the truth and not be triggered by it we don't come into this podcast with our egos if you are hurt or offended by what is being stated you need to check yourself. You need to look deeply within yourself and ask yourself, why am I hurt? Why am I offended? Because what is being presented is nothing but pure, unadulterated truth. And uh, I thank Humble Be Vicious, my man Reese, Devon Walker, all these names for coming through on the podcast today. And I'm sure this ain't going to be the last time, man, because there's plenty more of the story that I really want to talk to you yeah, about. Yeah, I ain't coming on your shit no more. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is not the end of the story, man. It's only the beginning. Don't we agree? I agree. Yeah. yeah. Oh, excuse me, man. No, you good. You good. I definitely agree. I It's it's a, it's a lot to it. I mean, it's up to you. If you want to hear it, I'm, I'm, I'm down to tell you. I, I've talked to a fucking psychologist and shit all my life telling them my goddamn life story all my fucking life. So... <laughs> What's another time? You know what I mean? I'm not tripping. And if it helps somebody, help somebody. If it don't, all right. right. I'm cool with that, too. But it is what it is. I'm here so I don't get fined. Right. I'm just playing. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, hey, is there anything you would like to tell the audience about your business, about, you know, you know your upcoming, you know, album aspirations? Because we know it's not complete. We know it's in the workings. It's in the oven. It's baking right now. But is there anything you would like to tell the audience to be on the lookout for? You know what I mean? Well, Something honestly, that we can anticipate. Well, honestly, I don't have, like, no album coming out or nothing like that. Uh, nothing anticipated. However, I do a lot of music. So when it just happens, it happens. But I don't, you know, my aspirations is not to be this big time artist. Right. Like I told you, my my aspirations. But if I can't, my aspirations is to be a philanthropist. Right. Um, by any means necessary, right? Right. By any means necessary, except for a bad way. I ain't trying to go in and rob no motherfucking bank and shit. I, I, I'm, I'm not with. I'm not exactly going back. I'm not going back. No, we're not doing that. No more like doors. <laughs> you know what I'm Real talk. Real talk. But um, yeah. I lost my thought on the question. I forgot. Nah. Yeah, no, you just... I got the thought of my kids being on the other side of the wall because I hear them over there and I got threw off. My bad. Nah, it's all good. You're talking about just your goal 
is to be a philanthropist. You 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 want to give I back. If I use music to get through it, if I get one hit and it helps me towards my journey, then cool. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm not gonna stop making music. I do music because I love music. Right. You know what I'm saying? The money would be nice though. <laughs> of course, but it's always good to do something that you love before uh, getting the profit. You know what I'm saying? Start your money now. Right, right. That's real. That's I'm real not talk. trying to brag about nothing, but I, my my business. I'm not even, you know, like not even that. I don't even. I don't have to plug my business. You know right. what I'm saying? I love my business, but I don't have to plug it because right. I don't. I don't know. It just it'll be another time. Yeah, you feel right. me? Like you, you know, it'll be another time. Like, yeah. but I definitely enjoy being on your podcast today. Yes, sir. And that was dope. You know, but yeah, I'm different. No, yeah. instead of. Instead of chains, I wear shit like this. Peace signs and yin and yangs and elephants. Yeah. So, yes. that's me. Yes, sir. Fire luxury, man. Fire luxury. It's not about the gold. Everything that glitters is not gold, man. It's about being true to yourself. And you are. <laughs> no, it's all about being a treasure to yourself. Man, you know what I'm saying? The thing that is gold is the soul that lives within. And you preserve that at all costs, man. And you, uh, you're victorious, man. You're Thank victorious, you. you know. You know what I'm saying? Mad love to you, brother. You know what I'm saying? Mad love to you too, dog. Yes, you know sir. what I'm saying? <laughs> <Oof>. <laughs> hey, yo, be, look, be on the lookout. He don't know it yet, but we coming out with an album. I'm just going to put it out there to the ethers of the universe. You feel what I'm saying? Oh, natural element. Yes, sir. Uh, well, I'm with that shit, though. That's what I'm saying. I'm with it. Like, if it happens, it happens. I'm not opposed to it. The whole right. goal is I'm with y'all, bro. I'm right. with it. doesn't matter. If y'all decide not to, I'm with that shit. If y'all decide to, I'm with that. And it seems like we've all decided to, so we just need to put this shit together. So I'm with that shit. <laughs> but, you know, I don't aspire to be a big-time artist. It's not, you know, because I want to be I want to be wealthy. I don't want to be rich. I got a whole different plan, like I said. Yeah. I got a whole different fucking plan. And I've seen what can make me more than performing on stage. So yes. performing on stage ain't going to make me no... The, the, the performing on stage ain't going to make me the coins that I need to fulfill my motherfucking goals yeah. so I don't want I don't need to be on nobody's stage right. I don't need to be no motherfucking uh, traction I want to be the motherfucker behind that motherfucker because yes. that's the motherfucker that's getting money yes I know I said a lot of cuss words in this but I just drank this thing <laughs> <laughs> and it's like it's loosening them up yeah excuse me for that. all the cuss words I'm like why he cuss so much <laughs> next time I'll be proper well I I did not want to feel to you at all you know what I'm saying and uh it's all yeah, good. Yeah, but it's, I overdid it on the motherfucker, yeah. though. Nah, it's all good. It's all good. You know what? It's good to dream. You know, hold on to the number 22. Uh, we're going into a new dimension. We're going into a new universe of existence. And it's not about greed. And shout out to DMX. You know, you've been eating long enough. Now stop being greedy. Keep it real, partner. Give to the needy. So wealth is coming, but it's not going to be for ourselves. So those of you who are preparing for that, understand that we are doing do for humanity and a lot of things that you hear are often misunderstood so although my man did cuss a lot he did speak a lot of truth and i'm not going to edit that by any means yo shout out to y'all who came into the podcast thank you so much for being here you got you experienced my first guest humble be vicious and uh shout out to my man dmx who passed away today it ain't never going to end it's just going to continue and welcome to the new dimension Lord, we pray <laughs> In, in the honor of DMX. I'm sorry to cut you off, but I just got DMX. Lord, we pray. Arr, arr. <laughs> Real talk. You got the energy, right? <laughs> yeah. Not yeah. DMX. That's a sad case, man, because he was like, it's crazy because the most realest motherfuckers is going through the most shit. Like, he, this nigga had an addiction, you know what I'm saying? But right. he, smoked, he spoke the most realest shit that motherfuckers that ain't on shit don't speak. Mm. You know mm. what I'm saying? So, like... 
that it's crazy how that shit works. You know what I'm saying? This motherfucker high as a kite, but he speak the most realest shit on the fucking planet, my nigga. Right. Then you right. got these old waterhead motherfuckers that don't do shit, supposedly, quotation, quotation marks. And yeah. they fucking up the whole world. They're fucking up history. We need some more high motherfuckers. In- <laughs> <laughs> you recipes know. DMX, man. Yeah, recipes DMX. And you know what? There is something to that. You know, where the first shall be last and the last shall be first. And, you, I, I, you know, we just have to be careful how we judge one another. You know, when you remove the ego, you you begin to understand that it's not about judging each other or putting each other in different levels of existence, but coming to a state of equality to see each other as the same and be willing to listen and hear one another's stories and understand there is, that there is no such thing as definitive truth. The only thing that is definitive is your life experience and everybody have a different experience. So to the homeless man on the street and all the way to Jeff Bezos at the top, we all have a story that is worth hearing. Jeff Bezos my nigga, though. Yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Even though he fired me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Real talk. Yo, this has been It's Bigger Than Life, inspired than none other than the late Dipsy Hustle. It is D-Dove. We had a show with Humble Be Vicious. Thank you so much for being here. And it is my hope that you come back for another episode. We will have more guests and most likely, this will not be the last time you will be hearing from Humble Be Vicious. And we're going to keep it moving forward. Now, I will say this like I do all the time in my solo cast. You know, you have to not believe in everything you see and believe in the things that you don't see. Go after your imagination and your dreams until it becomes a reality. Don't just pay attention to what it is right now. Push through it. You'll be okay. Trust your soul. Trust yourself. And value your life experience. And don't be afraid to tell your story. All right, you guys. Until next time. Peace. Thank you, peace. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Peace. And a bottle of hair grease. (laughs) 80s, baby. (laughs) Until next time, y'all. Have a good one. Love y'all.